Hello, welcome to another episode of the Project Purple Podcast. I'm Dina Varelli, founder and CEO of Project Purple. And today we're back in the podcast studio for a special episode, our top 10 of 2021. We sit down with two of our employees, Vin Camp, program director, and also Marcy White, program director. And 2021 has been, how could we put this, an interesting year. Uh, interesting year in a good way. The first couple months of the year, we were still kind of navigating through the COVID pandemic, which we still are. I guess we're technically still in the pandemic. But there was some light at the end of the tunnel with events being pushed off to the fall. There was optimism and hope that our in-person events would happen at some point in 2021. And we were excited. So uh, there was a lot of building and a lot of energy and a lot of excitement as in-person events started to look more and more of a reality in late 21. So with that, here is the podcast episode of the top 10 of 2021 with the Project Purple staff. All right, Vin. Welcome again to the Project Purple Podcast. It's great special to ep- be here. Special, special episode. Special episode, the top 10 of 2021. So uh, 2021 is the year of, uh, I don't know if we can call it the year of comebacks, but it's just kind of an interesting year because we didn't have much going on in the first physically in the first couple of months yeah. of the year. And then things kind of transitioned very quickly and we started to jump out of the gates. But so let's start, we're going to, the way we're going to do this is we're going to go from 10 all the way to one. And so uh, what is your top 10 starting at the 10 mark moment for 2021? Uh, I think that for, for me, I mean, it, like you said, it's been a, an up and down, not an up and down. It's been a, a great year. Um, I think I would say number 10 would possibly be the shine, the light, um, you know, given that you know, we, we sort of threw that together a little bit last minute, trying to raise more awareness. I think it was, it was cool to see a lot of local businesses, monuments, um, structures in, you know, people and places where, you know, we have supporters, volunteers, ambassadors, um, you know, get some places lit up and, you know, to see it all over social media, um, you know, helping us raise awareness and, you know, some monuments, it was, I was surprised at, you know, the, the places that we were able to get lit. Um, so for me, I think, you know, as a starting point, you know, for us, you know, I think there's something we can build on, but I think, uh, it was great to see, you know, those 10 or so places across the country light up for us on World Pancreatic Cancer Day and help, like, you know, you have said, it's something easy that these places can do that doesn't cost a penny. It's turning on a light and shining a purple light bulb on something. Um, you know, and it's, it's a simple gesture to help raise a larger voice. 
Yeah, it was pretty cool. I mean, there were there were definitely some cool venues from Miami to Oklahoma to uh, out there in the uh, the Hamptons. There's some really cool marks and uh, definitely something exciting to see where that goes um, in years in the future. And clearly from an awareness standpoint, it was just awesome to see uh, all parts of the country kind of come together for that campaign uh, for Project Purple. Number nine, what do you got coming in at number nine? No, I think number nine, eight, and seven might be all in one because I, I think I lumped <laughs> them together as um, all our virtual events. Yeah. Um, you know, we kicked off with the Work Harder event in Jan or in January, or the first quarter of the year, I guess I should say. And you know, the whole virtual thing was sort of new to us. Um, we built on it from 2020. You know, when we were in lockdown a little bit more seriously, we had to you know get out of our comfort zone a little bit. Um, but I think, you know, expanding on those, building series within, you know, our turkey run, our purple patties, our Dino double, and the work harder event, I think it it really built us a foundation of, you know, four core events that we can put on yearly. And to see that participation continue to grow in those and, you know, and, you know, Sam put together like the map of like who you know, what states and countries were involved. And it was cool to see, you know, as time went on, that map started to fill in and get more people involved and a lot of new names, a lot of, you know, people that weren't aware of us. And, you know, when we look at the the participant list. Um, so I think, you know, lumping those together, if, if I went with number nine, I'd have to go with the work harder event because that was a, you know, a first timer, you know, and then my number eights, you know, would be, you know, eight and seven, I guess, to, would be like the the purple patties, the Dino double, and the and the turkey run, which you know you see the teams being built in those, and people from all over the not just the country. I mean, we had people in England, and I think you know China, Spain, you know these all these other places involved. Um, it was it was cool to see. So we're going to go nine, eight, seven, six as our in-house virtual <laughs> events because we had four of them, not three. But yeah. Uh, yeah, it was pretty cool. I mean, you know, naturally with, uh, you know, it seemed as as the year went on, um, you know, which was kind of surprisingly, but um, not necessarily, I guess, if you think about it, like the virtual events picked up some really good momentum and, yeah. and they got bigger and bigger as, as the year went on, as live events started to come on. So I guess this is the kind of a, a prelude to 2022 that you'll see those events back. We can say that. Um, we'll have that in the next episode of the Project Purple Podcast where we'll talk more about 2022. But um, yeah, the virtual events this year were just really cool. I mean, I think it was just something that, you know, coming off the success of the team had in 20 and doing those again in 21 and, and realizing that there was an appetite for that from our audience and from our community. It's just really cool to see. I mean, this year we did add the Work Harder uh, event into the mix. Um, so that was a totally new event, but, you know, again, gave us an opportunity to kind of support the community and support, um, you know, participants in a, in a totally different venue and, and again, in a virtual setting. So just really great stuff. So 9876 was our in-house virtual events, which brings us to quickly to number five. And number five for me, I'd have to say was the golf event. I, I wanted to put it higher, I think, when, when we were looking at these. Um, but, you know, there's some other things that, that really took off. And, you know, given the circumstances that we were in, I think, you know, they deserve to be higher. But the golf event, you know, is something, you know, we've talked about it on other podcasts and, 
you know, internally that it was something we wanted to do. And this sort of pandemic era that we were in, it sort of pushed us to be able to do it. Um, you know, of course, we saw, you know, bumps along the way here and there. And, you know, putting on a golf event is, you know, is a lot of work. And I think you know, we, with volunteers and, you know, people we had involved in getting a set up for the first one, um, I think it was an overall success. We had 77 participants or golfers and, you know, sponsors from all over, you know, helping to support the cause and everyone, you know, at Shorehaven, you know, put on a great event there. Um, everyone had positive things to say for the most part, but I think again, looking into 2022, it's a good launching stepping stone for us to improve that and make that just a much better experience, you know, for everyone that's involved from a sponsorship to a golfer level. Um, you know, I think what we bring in around 50,000, you know, for that event, um, for a first time event, you know, pretty successful in my eyes. Um, you know, and as we change things going forward to 2022, you know, looking forward again, a prelude to uh, bigger and better things coming out of that event in June of 2022. Yeah. Another preview for our 22 show here, but, uh, yeah, the golf event was, uh, was pretty special. I mean, you know, I, I think for me, I was so worried about the weather that day, you know, and, Vegas, and we had, yeah. right. Cause you, you, we go into these and which is kind of funny cause we do all these marathons and always the weather is really kind of a, um, okay. you know, you don't know it's the luck of the draw, but those things go on regardless yeah. Yeah. for the most part. Yeah. For the most part, uh, <laughs> golf, uh, different story sometimes, but yeah. yeah, it was, uh, it was really great experience. And, and I am not an avid golfer at all, but, um, I do appreciate, you know, the, the, the golf course itself and the golf course we had it out was a spectacular golf course, just the layout, the design and the whole thing. And, and kudos to the staff and particularly yourself in, uh, for leading that charge and all the volunteers that we had. We had a great group of volunteers that day, help us out with day of stuff and great group of sponsors that got engaged. So I am really excited to see that. I'm surprised it's not higher up on your list, but that's, <laughs> that's my personal preference. Cause I know you put a lot of, uh, sweat equity into that, uh, to make it the, the event it was, um, and it was a great event and I cannot wait for 2022 for that event. I'm uh, really looking forward to it. Been hyping it up a lot. And we're going to talk about that in the next episode. Uh, not in this episode, but uh, coming in number five was our golf outing. So coming in at number four, what do you got in number four spot? Number four, I have, um, it was a tough one. I, it was tough for me to choose, but I had uh, the Horner Hustle. Um, you know, for our first event coming back live, um, is why it was up there and some of the others, you know, that we'll get to, you know, have a little bit more oomph, you know, in terms of what we're doing since 2010, when we started things, but, uh, the Horner hustle, I mean, we had to take that year off to go virtual, um, and to have it be our first physical live event back, uh, in Park Ridge at a great venue at the school there. Uh, you know, again, great volunteers, great setup. You know, we flew out that day and, um, you know, had a little bit of a weather issue coming back, but, uh, but we got back and everything and, um, had to cut the day short a little bit, unfortunately, or the weekend, but, um, being at a live event for the first time in, you know, I forget the days it was but almost a year, two a year and a half or so, um, you know, at a 5k walk type event, having those 200 to 300 people there, 
you know, supporting us, supporting our missions, supporting, you know, the Horner family and, and what they've put on for the past couple of years out there uh, was great to be a part of that. Um, you know, and that, I think that was a foreshadow of some of these other things that are a little bit higher up on my list. So it was great to be back there. A lot of people were involved. It was a large, large crowd that day. Um, and everybody was, it, it was good to see that energy again that we missed from having just virtual events. Yeah, it was, uh, how, do, how do I describe this? Because it was so strange because I, I guess the way, you know, going back to actually physically having an event. And for me, I flew in the day before. I remember landing at the hotel, there wasn't a mask mandate. And then I went out to lunch and came back and there was a mask mandate. So it's just kind of a little bit surreal for us. I think, you know, again, being our, as you said, it was like our first live event in over a year and a half, almost two years. And it was just strange because we were fully prepared for, you know, something and it turned out to be something totally different. Uh, which was cool. It was fine. Not, there were, you know, everything was safe. There wasn't an issue about safety or concern about that. It was just very interesting for us from, uh, I guess for me, at least from a, just a mental aspect of preparing myself going into it, realizing like it totally was something totally different and so special. And at the end of the day, you know, for, for what the, the event has become and grown to with the families that are super engaged and what they've been able to do is just so special. So yeah, that, that's a great one at number four. Um, number three. Number three was I put on our, um, our Facebook challenges, uh, <sighs> something new that we jumped into this year. Um, you know, and I think, again, I think just like the golf, I think it was something unexpected that, you know, worked out for us and helped us reach thousands of new people. Uh, I think we would, we do three of them. We did the hundred miler, the 62 and the squat challenge. Um, and to just to see, you know, the number of people that we were able to get involved in these Facebook groups and, you know, not only the money that was raised in those groups, but the participation, you know, from people from all walks of life, from all over the country, the world um, that allowed us to, expand who we are and let people learn about, you know, who we are, you know, outside of just our ambassadors and, you know, the staff and, you know, what we do in our own personal social media or networks that we have. It was amazing to see what these groups were able to do, in my opinion. Um, you know, I think the, the squat challenge, what had, I forget how many thousand, 10,000 10, people at the end of the day, you know, participated in that. And, you know, I would, I don't know the numbers for sure, but I would say probably the majority of those people never heard of us before. Um, you know, obviously the huge chunk that did, but you know, they never heard about you know who we are. And we always say if you know, one of those people are affected and they learn about us and we're able to send them a blanket or help them financial aid or whatever it is, yeah, that's we're going in the right direction and i think again a good stepping stone for us that helped us get through you know 20 you know 21 when at the beginning of the year a lot of these live events were you know just obsolete and we weren't able to do them yeah i uh, on this note, uh, I believe since day one. So, <laughs> uh, I, I, I echo everything you said, and uh, I just knew it would happen. It was just a matter of us doing them, and uh, yeah, it was uh, it was it was a great ride, man. They, they you know totally changed, helped us change the marketplace of what we do, uh, get us into you know 
you know, I think collectively, if we look at all the events, I mean, we had close to, and I'm just looking at the numbers here, Vin, so not to put you on the spot, but we had close to, uh, you know, 17,000 people participate in these events. In all, in all three of these yeah, events. Yeah, all three. Yeah. yeah. So it's just kind of crazy, you know? So it's just, it's just wild. And, you know, the, the community that we've built, you know, that now we're, you know, we're hopefully to continue to, to work on that and to build on that community and continue that in 2022, not to give a precursor to the 2022 episode. All right. Coming in number two, what, what do we got number two? And I, I, I guess we might know what number one is, but I, I have a feeling. Uh, number two for me was New York city marathon. I don't know if that might be a shocker to you, but I have my own personal reasons for this. Um, but so New York came in at number two. Um, again, it was the pants. It was probably the pants I made you the- wear. <laughs> yeah, that should have made it number one. But um, well, you it were was mad. Great to be back Audience listening at home, hold on, Vin. We got to tell a story. They were short. I got they were Vin purple small. pants. We all had purple outfits. <laughs> if you follow us on social media, you probably have seen plenty of these pictures. Vin had the same pair of shorts that uh, shame not shorts, but pants. Yeah. We ordered the same size. I guess my thighs are not as jacked as Vin's. <laughs> and uh, Vin's pants were a little tight Mine on were him. were a little and, bit tight. So. And he was a little upset. So we know why New York City is number two, because Vin wore tight pants. Tight pants. Um, no, but in, in all seriousness, um, the outfits were amazing. Still getting compliments on those till today. So I'm looking forward to future marathons where we can continue to to make our presence known with those things. But um, it was good to be back in New York. You know, the atmosphere in New York, the 50th running, you know, our team was amazing. Um, you know, raised close to $400,000, I think, at the end of the day, when all said and done, I, I think some donations still are matching, to, <laughs> are still coming in. Um, but it was great to be back in New York. You know, we talked about the golf outing with the weather. I think we lucked out with weather this year, you know, <laughs> for, for us, it was great. Weather was great for running. Weather was it was great to be there. You know, the atmosphere um, of New York is unmatched. You know, so to say, you know, with what it is and what it you know is all about for us, knowing that it was our or your first event, uh, or not first event, but first major event, you know, marathon wise. Um, it came for me number two, um, and I'll explain why. The, a different one is number one, but um, it, it was just amazing to be back. Like I said, the team was amazing and it was just to be back in New York. Um, I was in Manhattan, you were in you know, Brooklyn and you know, those places are, you're, they're special, you know, and the, the atmosphere was electric and live and uh, yeah, I can't wait to be back for 2022 or 2022 half. So can't wait to be back, you know, in New York in a couple of months to, to continue this, you know, snowball we have going now with this momentum yeah i uh you know i could flop either way here personally but uh you know i'm biased in the the sense that i I really enjoy the time in new york it was a lot different this year like completely different than in years past just from an activity standpoint and activation standpoint um to adhere to the current regulations uh but still an amazing day and amazing weekend for us and um you know, New York will always be really special for me just because of the yeah. given significance of what it's done for me personally, but also for the organization. So uh, we're on to number one. 
And okay. I guess there's and little there's little guesswork in what number one is. Possibly, <laughs> if you've been following, if you've been following, uh, yeah. if so. you've been following, uh, for instance, you know, number one for me is Chicago, um, and a couple of reasons. You know, for me, it was when I came on four years ago. That was the first event that I went to. You know, through you know Project Purple, and I think it was my first ever marathon that I attended. And you know, you, you, all the feels and emotions that went through that. Um, you know, I think I have a post on my Facebook from four years ago. Go back and check them out. <laughs> you know, you know, I was getting teary eyed on a Facebook live. You know, on my first ever event. Um, two years after that, I ran my first marathon in Chicago. Uh, and then fast forward to now, two years after that, we're back there for our first live marathon um, after all this shutdown and in regulation. So for me. For those three reasons, it just like like New York holds something special, you know, for you. And I knew it would be somewhat surprising, but you know, for me, going through these, um, you know, being back in Chicago, you know, having that connection from the years past, really, just made it number one for me. I just have that, I guess, emotional connection to New York, like you have for New <laughs> for Chicago, like you have for New York right now. Um, you know, who knows? In the next couple of years, if this path works out maybe i'll be running another one who knows <laughs> you know but um for me chicago came in at number one it was back to live marathons doing what we do and um having the crowd there the team there again you mentioned it with new york you know, the um the the events that we put on pre-post party we weren't able to do or didn't do them but we had some other fun things that we were able to do with meet and greets and you know stuff going on outside um but it was just amazing to be back at that live event, you know, standing on the bridges and, you know, getting the megaphones out and having the music going and holding those flags was really special to me for you know, coming in at number one. Awesome. I, I, you know, Chicago, uh, other than, you know, our trip there, <laughs> which was a little delayed. <laughs> I think we came in a little hangry. Uh, was was awesome. I mean, you know, Chicago, New York are, are amazing experiences for us. And, uh, you know, we've been involved in the Chicago Marathon since 2014. And uh, the team has just grown, grown, grown year after year after year after year. Uh, and, you know, we, we've gotten more runners, we raised more money. And it's just been a really special race for us from an organizational standpoint. And I, I have run it once uh, back in 2014. So, um, you know, it, it, it's a great one. And, you know, Vin, you got a great top 10, man. So 2021 was a great year for us. Uh, we're excited for 2022, uh, but we will celebrate 21 here uh, for the next couple of weeks. And then we will literally and physically begin to hit the ground running really hard in 2022. Vin. Yeah. And and that's not even counting all the people we were able to help this year. This is, you know, from my end, it was really, you know, event specific. Um, you know, so, I mean, we helped thousands of people with care packages and stuff too. So obviously that gets mentioned in there as well. But when I went through this, it was really just event wise, you know, how we were able to come through 2021, you know, and be able to provide those things for people and, and fund the things that we fund. So um, looking forward to 2022 and, getting the year kicked off on a fast start. Absolutely. And and to your point, you know, we have sent out thousands of care packs and again, uh, another record year for care packs. 
as well as uh, not a record year for patient financial aid, but uh, a busy year for patient financial aid here at Project Purple, which, you know, the events allow us to do all these things. So this great momentum that we're on just allows us to plan bigger and better for 2022. So thank you, Vin, for your top 10. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. All right, we're back in the podcast studio and we've got someone who's been on the podcast before, part of our staff, part of the team here, Miss Marcy White, our program manager for our patient financial aid program. Welcome to the Project Purple podcast once again, Marcy. Hi, guys. Glad to be back. Thank you, Dino, for having me. So we are going to talk about your top five of 2021. So let's start things off, Mars, at number five. What is your number five moment in 2021? Well, here at Project Purple, I have to give credit to the third third party virtual events and um, just all the faithful supporters out there who continue to do the virtual events and third party fundraising events that they do. Seeing those donations come in is definitely on the list. Number five. So you're combining all of our third-party virtual events and, and all the virtual events that uh, that we've had online this year, which weren't as many as 2020, right? Because we were able to get back into person and, and do some things, but uh, but we did have our fair share of virtual events, and then uh, we did have a lot of third-party events this year as well. Yes, so that's why I combined them. It wasn't as big and large as last year, but they're still there and they're still they're still out there. They still want to do their part. So. Awesome. You're number four on your list. So number four, I have to give a shout out to the volunteers who come into the office and help me out here around the office. But not only here in the office, I also have to give a, a volunteer shout out, shout out to the volunteers who do the events out there at the events. Yeah, part of your role here for our audience listening at home, you you do oversee all the the interns and the volunteers and this year was kind of an interesting year because we got back to having some staff here in the office other than the uh, the immediate staff. And you've done a great job over the years uh, building that program with our intern program from various colleges. We've got various high school students from uh, local high schools that come in and need to do hours, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, and those guys have been really kind of a... a a lifeline for us, I guess I would say, you know, with the amount of volume of packages that go out here in the fall, it was just extremely important to have my hands on deck. Yes. I know some days I would be leaving early and felt pretty guilty because there were so many packages uh, going out. I, I think the best story of this was when the UPS, the poor UPS guy, I think we had something like 12 large boxes of packages that were going out and our volunteer staff came in, they crunched it out and uh, the UPS guy was not happy with us that day. No, <laughs> I um, give the UPS driver credit too, but the volunteers have have stepped up. They've doubled down their time here just because they want to. They see the amount of work that goes behind the scenes and they generally just want to be here and, and help out. And that's great. So to have them and their time, I know their time is precious too. And yeah. It's awesome. All right. Number three for Marcy here in so 21. Number three has to be the New York City Marathon. First and foremost, just to be back face to face with our supporters is amazing. Just to be back out there. 
absolutely amazing. Outstanding. It was different this year being out in New York City, but kind of in a better way. Everyone was everyone was more um, about each other and social. I think maybe because we've been cooped up for so long, everyone was willing to just kind of get back out there, share their stories and be part of it. Yeah. New York was a lot of fun this year. Um, I think just for you know, the obvious of being back in in a major city with a major marathon, which is typically New York is typically the biggest marathon in the world. And this year that did not happen in terms of if you look at pure just numbers, but still amazing day, amazing weekend. It, it was a lot different for us, um, you know, here in terms of activation and stuff, but still just an amazing experience. We still got an opportunity to, to meet and greet all of our runners on Saturday at an outdoor venue. And, you know, the cheer zones were a lot longer this year. So I think we worked a lot harder than we have in years past, uh, but yeah, it was a lot of fun. That. You can say that, but when you're out there and cheering for those who've, what they've worked over a year, two years, yeah. some of the runners for this. So it really was nothing on our part to be out there to support them. That's a great point. All right, coming in number two, Mars, for your top. Number two, I have down the patient financial aid program. We um, were able to, through these hard times, keep our program open both years. And this year, we were able to pay out 126 patients and help their families and coming in at 75000 so awesome. I mean, to help 126 families is just mm -hmm. really, really special. Um, you know, and, and, and kudos to you. You do a great job with the program, you know, and I, and I just want to say this, you know, um, you know, unfortunately, you know, this pro this program has become probably our most popular here at Project Purple. And, and I know we've worked really hard. Um, I say we, the team, yourself, taking a large part of this, you know, over the last two years, you know, there's a point during the pandemic where we thought we may have to uh, shut the program down. And, and, you know, we really fought to keep that program going. Uh, we found ways to continue to fund it and to continue to help people because we know that, uh, you know, it doesn't eliminate all the debt, um, but we hope it provides hope and gives people kind of a lifeline during a, a time when they, they need it the most. So um, great job awesome to hear. We've helped so many families and, and that doesn't even count the care packs that we've set. And I know this year was a busy yeah. year for care packs, um, probably more so in any year prior to, I think partly because of the pandemic, um, but also given the fact that, uh, you know, pancreatic cancer is, is on the rise. And so there's more and more families being impacted by the disease. And, you know, our care pack program has been a great program that's been with us as well since day one, similar to the patient financial aid program. Uh, but so kudos and, uh, that's a great number too. Yeah. All right. I'm happy with that. Coming in number one, what number was one, your number one moment of 2021? Absolutely. Top moment for me was to see, we've talked about it in the past, but to see it actually come through and happen is our first annual golf outing. Um, I got to give Vin a shout out to this one, as well as the rest of the team who had, um, anything to do with a hand in making this happen, but then also going back to the volunteers who were able to come out and be part of that day and help us with everything and anything from registration, check-in to raffles and um, just everything that goes into hosting a golf outing. But it was a wonderful event. If I recall, the day was beautiful. 
Um, it was so good again to be back in person, face to face, and see all of the donors and golfers and volunteers. And I think all in all, it was just a huge success. And I'm really, really looking forward to the second annual golf outing. There you go. Teasing our 2022 preview podcast episode, which will be up next week. But uh, I, I'm just joking there because I think Vin made a couple hints to 2022, which is going to be our next episode. But yeah, the golf outing this year was really, really cool. And I love how you, uh, you know, you were there that day. Um, you got to oversee uh, a big part of, of the day of stuff as we all were kind of running around. But the weather was spot on. And uh, the course is just really, really special, really, really something unique and something different that we've never done here. And uh, for our first year, it was a tremendous success. And like you said, it, it is kind of exciting to look forward to 2022. Awesome. Marcy, anything else you want to add? Something that maybe didn't make your list or something that you thought of as you were talking about your top five that uh, that you wanted to throw in there? As I put you on the spot yeah, here Yeah, way to put me on the studio. spot. No, I was just really into my top five this year. Um, I could have probably gone on a little bit more about each and every one because I'm so grateful for them all, but just ready to ring in the new year and see what we have up ahead. Cool. Well, we are as well here at Project Purple. So Marcy, thank you for sharing your top five of 2021. Of course, my pleasure. Thank you for listening to our special podcast of the top 10 of 2021 with the Project Purple staff. This year has been an amazing year and we could not do it without our supporters, our participants, and all the volunteers and the staff here at Project Purple. The podcast has been special for us to continue. We are now going into our fourth year of the Project Purple podcast, and we can't thank you guys enough for tuning in every week and listening to all the great stories that we share here on the podcast in an effort to raise awareness for our mission of a world without pancreatic cancer. Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard today, please feel free to share this episode. Follow us wherever you listen to podcasts. And until next time, please be safe. That's a wrap of another episode of the Project Purple Podcast. <laughs>